0: where we talk about DIY projects and so much more. Um, I share tips and um, ideas for you to try in your next projects. And today, yeah, I'm going to talk about 10 things to avoid when you're taking on DIY projects. 10 things to avoid. Um, These are things that will make your, your projects go a lot easier, no matter what the DIY project is. This could be You know, painting your walls or fixing something in your house to flipping furniture to, you know, building a wood box, whatever the DIY project is, a lot of these things I think get looked over, or to be completely honest, this list is a lot of things that Matt and I learned the hard way or just. the the longer way (laughs) over the years. So um, I just thought if I can save you a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, um, this this list might be helpful to some of you. So number one, um, tackling projects that are beyond your skill level. So This is one that we actually in the beginning when we started DIYing and, um, you know, when we got our second house, first house too, but um, really the house that this house that we're living in now, um, it was all original, Uh, we bought it from the original owners who built it. And I mean, when I say all original, it's shag carpeting, like, you know, wallpaper, all the things, right? Um, Which is one of the things that we loved about it because we knew um, a lot of it was cosmetic, you know, pulling up the carpet and then, you know, leaving the hardwood floors underneath, you know, and not, you know, that, that kind of stuff, paint that kind of stuff. But we did get to the point where I wanted to add a, um, like built-ins and a fireplace and things in the family room. Um, we added a screened in porch, uh, like a three seasons porch. Um, and we just added a mini split, not just, this was like last year, but a mini split into that porch. And I am telling you, this is totally sidebar here, but what an amazing little thing to have back there. If you have ever thought about a mini split, message me. I wrote a whole blog post about it and the one we did, we got the DIY um, one. It was easy to set up. It's really, I mean, for what it gives you, inexpensive. Oh my goodness. So anyway, but we added the back porch onto the house. Um, There were some extra cabinets and things. We did take down Um, a wall and added just some things in the kitchen. And so there were a lot of the things that we did initially when we moved into our house over 20 years ago, now that I say that, that's just so crazy, um, that we knew we couldn't do on our own. And so um, we had my dad here like every step of the way. Now my dad's health is he can't do any of that anymore. I'm so grateful that we learned so much from him um, before his health deteriorated. But we just knew that we couldn't do those things. And so to have somebody, you know, um, we weren't going to tackle that on our own. Our skill level was not there. We could paint, <laughs> we could paint, we could do all that. But other than that, um, it's really before you tackle any DIY project. Now, there's so many resources out there. Um, I write and share so many DIY projects that are really simple, Um you know, on my blog and on my YouTube channel, and um, there are some things that you, even if you haven't done it before, you can find the resources to help you through them. But but beyond that, you know, if it's something a little bit more than that, you know, painting something or, you know what I mean, a little fixing here and there, you definitely, you just have to know what your skill level is because you're going to waste, if if you get into something that um that is well beyond your skill level, I mean, you're going to pay for somebody to have to redo it or take apart what you did or depending on what it is. It's, um, you just need to know your skill level uh, and, and don't take on those projects that are beyond your skill level. <clears throat> okay, number two is not doing enough research. So um, even now, like Matt and I, we have flipped homes, we've had a rental property, we have done all the stuff here at our house, the projects that we continuously do that I'm sharing all the time. There will come a time or a project that comes up, and it's like, wait a minute, we we haven't done it this way, or wait a minute, how do we how do we go about this or whatever it is. And so we research it. We will look on YouTube. We will um, we do have you know people fam- other family members that we can always reach out to too with certain things. But we've just learned over the years. It, to do your research because it it's just going to cost you so much more heartache and money in the end, um, if you don't gather the information, um, and you know maybe you have to read a guide or um, read the instructions <laughs> if it's something you're like you know needing to put together or you have to get a new tool for it like read the instructions on how to use the tool. Um it just it just helps you understand the materials, the tools, the the techniques and stuff that you're going to need to do um to get the project done and then it's just going to reduce your your mistakes and and your frustration. Trust me. <clears throat> Another thing um is understanding the time and the effort that's required. OK, I'm going to be the first to tell you, I'm sure you've heard this before, but DIY projects, no matter what they are, they will take longer than they than you anticipated, always, always, always. Um, Matt and I, I was actually working this past weekend on a couple of little projects in the garage. And um, one of them was a desk. I was making over this desk. And you know, I just wanted to switch out the hardware. So there were four knobs. And I just wanted to put on some wood knobs. And one of the knobs would not come out of the drawer. The one of the old knobs would not come off the drawer. It was like, oh my gosh, what a nightmare! I mean, we had we ended up having to cut the the um, the knob out. And it's so funny because Matt and I say this every single time, we're, and we're working on projects all the time. It's the littlest things that will take the the longest time, right? That one knob added. 25 minutes onto that project, which it shouldn't have. And it's always the simplest, littlest things. And it's like, and my mom had stopped over when that was all going on. And she said the exact same thing. You thought you were just going to change a knob here quick and then look what you've gotten into. So, you know, you just, it's it's going to take longer than you think. And so creating a realistic timeline, it it's good to and when i say realistic i mean even then you're sometimes having to spend more time but don't rush it just know it's probably going to have to take more time you're going to probably have to do you know plan a may not work out so b and c may have to show up but um just be patient Um, do not rush through it because you're not going to be happy with the outcome at all (laughs) at all Okay, the next one is not having the right tools and materials. Now, this is one for sure that I can speak to um, from experience for for sure. In the beginning when we were doing projects, we would go and we would find the cheapest tools, the cheapest paint brushes, the cheapest materials um, just to get the job done, right? Without spending a lot of money. Do you know that it actually in the end, I'm not even kidding, every time cost us more money in the end than if we would have just bought the not it's not the most expensive but didn't buy like the bottom of the barrel things because the tools wouldn't work the materials wouldn't hold up the paint brushes would fall apart I'd have to throw the paint brushes out because you couldn't even clean them they just didn't you know hold up so um you definitely want to make sure you have the right tools and the materials um Just, just to make the project go, go faster. And when you're investing in tools, you know, usually for us, for Matt and I, um, it was, you know, we, we had the basics and then as we, you know, our skills got better, the projects got bigger, then we would get the bigger, the better tools. And that's usually how most people do it. Um, And it just, so you don't have to have like the, you know, if you're just starting out, you don't have to go out and get the most expensive thing, but the, but the tools and like the paint and those things that you can reuse they are an investment and they are going to pay for themselves over and over and over again because diy and you're saving so much money from having to buy new and you're probably you're getting a better product out of buying new i just it, furniture it just comes to my mind just comes to mind because it's so hard to find <laughs> to buy good furniture anymore um and when you can find the, you know, the old stuff the way they used to make furniture and, you know, make it over to fit your, your style and your um, home, you're just getting such a better, such a better, such a better piece. So it's, like I said, the paintbrushes and stuff, just investing in some good ones and the tools will pay for themselves. They will stand the test of time. You will use them over and over again. And you're just going to save so much money. Okay. The next thing is disregarding safety precautions. So I think a lot of people, you know, just are like, eh, whatever, um, except for when I share something on my Instagram. <laughs> and sometimes it's like I'm just trying to show a color of something or like a stain or um, and then people will say wear gloves or, you know, um, so protective Gear is very important. We found some masks that we absolutely love. Um, and, and safety should be a top priority. So you just want to wear, you know, a protective mask, um, you know, gloves if you need to, depending on what you're doing. Obviously, follow instructions. I still get nervous when the um like the power tools come out. Sometimes I'm just like, I always tell Matt, be careful, Matt. He's like, would you <laughs> but I still I just oh my gosh because I know one little wrong move and you know it can really be so definitely um don't don't rush through the safety measures uh you know they they do make a big difference you're protecting yourself and so um definitely you know you want to wear your protective protective gear but um you want to make sure that all the protective Pieces are on your power tools and like your table saw and your circular saw. You know, there are pieces on those saws and things that are there just for protection. So make sure those are installed right, that you use them. Um, it's, it's just important because it's not it's not going to be worth it to, to not use them, if you know what I mean. So um, here's another good one. Failing to measure and plan properly. You know, the saying that says, you know, measure 16 times, cut once, or, you know, not measure once, cut four times. Uh, So you definitely want to make sure that you are measuring right, plan properly. Um, You know, accurate measurements are crucial, right? Like they are the, for a successful DIY project, you have to have the measurements right. (laughs) Always double check them. Always, you know plan ahead and know kind of the layout on what you're going to do. But but within that, be flexible because you may come to a part in the project where you're like, this is not going to work. What I thought was going to work or what my plan was going to, you know, be, it, it's not going to work. So um, you just want, you know, plan ahead, <laughs> measure a few times, but also be flexible um, because, you know, it may not go, you know, as as you planned. Okay, number seven is neglecting to prepare um, like your work area. So here's a habit that Matt and I have always gotten into. So, no matter where we're working, uh, when we're done, you know, e- even if we haven't finished the project, but we're done for the day or the afternoon, whatever we're doing, we always pick up the workspace, even though we have to come back to it, right? So, um, let's just say it's a dresser, we're fixing and then we're going to make over, whatever. Um, if it's in the garage, well, number one, I always want, um, the cars in the garage. And so, uh, for us to have that happen, it's, we have to clean up the space, but it also then sets us up for the next day or the next time that we're going to get back to this project. So we're not wasting a bunch of time, like trying to get the, the workspace set up or having to clean it up. There's not something with me in this, um, this is like inside my house as well. But if I, if my house isn't clean and like organized and put away, I have a hard time being creative or like starting a project. Does that make sense? So like if I want to do, uh, you know, like a big project in the house or I want to do, you know, maybe I'm painting a table inside the house or whatever. I like my space around me to be all clean, put away. It's I don't know. Is that normal? I don't I don't even know. But it's the same with the work area we have in the garage when we're working in the garage. It just Matt's even like that. He doesn't like the workbench to be like full of, you know, clutter or the tools we use the day before or um it's just to have a clear space. Um it just helps the project run a lot smoother too. So if you can get in the habit of every time after you're done, um you know, maybe it's just like a small craft or DIY project that you would do on your crafting table, as soon as you're done working on it, pick everything up. Um I am telling you it just makes it's like mentally makes it better and and obviously physically when you when you're working on the projects. Um it makes it that much better. Okay, I'm just going through my list here. I've talked about this one not, uh, a lot. Number eight is skipping the prep work. I'm telling you, especially like I'm thinking about furniture flipping. Flipping, if you rush through the you know the prep work, you're gonna get subpar results. Just it's just it is what it is, um, you know. So you need to take the time to prepare the surfaces. Maybe it's prime your walls. You know, fill nail holes. Um, or whatever it is, depends on the project. You just need to do the necessary prep work uh, so that the end look, the end finish just looks like, you know, pristine and it just looks like you did it right. So don't skip the um, prep work. Okay, number nine, I kind of talked about this, is not seeking help when needed. Um, You know, don't be don't be bullheaded about it or we all need help with different things right you 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 want to make a new recipe well you you look online or you look through your cookbook to get a recipe um you know you need help with that but it's the same thing so if if you're doing a new project or you just kind of hit a bump in a road f- seek help you there's a, like I said tons of resources online if you have family members that know what they're doing um you know if there's you know favorite people you follow on social media that do this kind of work, reach out to them um don't not seek help you know you need to seek out help when you need it, so don't hesitate to ask for um assistance from if it's a maybe it's a professional you know maybe it's just somebody that uh you know shares the content online whatever it is maybe it's a family member um just a little bit of help or a little bit of advice from people that have been there and done that will take you a long way through that project. Um, number 10, this is this is a good one. So neglecting to enjoy the process. DIY projects are meant to be fun. They are meant to be like, you know, they're they're a learning process. I'll tell you that, every single one, even somebody that's been doing it for more than 20 years, every single project, like right now, I am working on this huge wardrobe that I found. Um, I got the best deal on it, but somebody painted it. it. it's really got a horrible finish on it. I guess I'll just say that. And um, so I have been, I've been using a heat gun to remove some of the paint. And then I've been sanding it and all the things. And there's like, even with this project, there are some things that I'm going to have to work through. Every single project. But here's the thing. As soon as I got that and Matt's like, you're going to what? Whenever he hears like, I'm going to try and strip it or like get get the finish off. He knows it can be a process. But I said to him, because it's such a huge piece. Like I don't even know if it would stand in our like por- porch. It's it's just huge. Anyway, but I said, Matt, I'm in it for the long haul and I'm not going to rush through it. So actually some of these tips that I talked about today, um, this project is actually, I'm doing some of these things. So when I have an extra hour or I have, you know, I am I don't feel like I have to get this done in two days. Right. And so so I'm like, I'm in it for the long haul. When I have time, I'm going to go out and use the heat gun, remove the paint, then I'll do the sanding, you know? So I know it's going to be a long process, but, um, but I'm also kind of, I'm just excited about it. I'm excited about the transformation. It's such an absolute, the piece is just amazing. I did share it on Instagram, um, that I just want to see the process through. And I just, um, I'm just excited about it. It's, it's, I don't find pieces like this all the time, and so i'm 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 just it's gonna be fun um I think it's gonna be fulfilling you know I say that now it's been going okay so far, but um it's just i'm i'm embracing the embracing the process and um I'm just excited about it so um even the setbacks that you have uh you know they're just that's part of the process that's how you learn so much through every project you do so enjoy the journey um it's such a sense of accomplishment in the end. Even if you had to pull in some reinforcement, you had to hire a professional to like finish the job or whatever. It, it It's a sense of accomplishment once you get it done. So um, definitely enjoyed the process. Okay, thats that 10? I feel like I went through that really fast. That is 10. I hope this was helpful. Um, I just, I want everybody to try a DIY project. I want everybody to get inspired Uh, by something they see on my site, my YouTube channel. Um, That's why I do what I do. um, That I I just, even if you just painted a chair or something that you've had, a little end table that you've had or something, um, I just... I know the more and more people do it and try it, uh, they will be hooked. It's so much fun. You learn so much. Head to my website, mycreativedays.com. Um, I'm mycreativedays on all of the social media, YouTube. Um, I just I I put out new projects and new tips and techniques techniques all the time. So definitely make sure to check those out. I am somebody you can reach out to. Reach out to me on Instagram at My Creative Days. You can always email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com as well. Um, I just want to encourage you to try that DIY project. Don't put it off anymore. Uh, I, I think you will really have a lot of fun with it. So until next time, I hope you have a great day and we will chat again very soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you, and my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here, and I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.